Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Today we're joined by CBS Sports NFL draft guru Ryan Wilson to break down landing spots for the top running backs in the 2022 NFL draft. Welcome everybody. Today is Thursday, April 14th, and you're listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Jamie Eisenberg, and I'm joined by the great Ryan Wilson. Ryan, how are you today, buddy? Hey, Jamie. I, I've done a lot of Zoom calls this time of year. I see that people actually who are smart, like your name, for example, you have Jamie, and then you have your Twitter handle. I just changed mine. It's been Ryan Finley Wilson for the longest time because of the the, the bet. So lesson learned. I, I de- dealing with the pros there. It's good to talk to you, Jamie. Haven't seen you since Indianapolis. How you doing? I know it's been it's been a long time. Let's get to some of these running backs here. So we're looking at your three round mock draft and some of the running backs that you have going to a few of these teams here. Let's start with Ken Walker. I know he's your favorite guy. Three under the bus <laughs> at the NFL draft or the combine. About, that was you about Brees Hall. Uh, but you have Arizona taking Ken Walker, fifty fifth overall. I'm top two and I'm not two. That's what Brees Hall told me when Jamie threw me under the bus. <laughs> Ken Walker, the third. Um, there's so much to love about his game. He transferred from Wake Forest because he wanted an opportunity to play sort of in a, in a pro-style offense, got that, and absolutely crushed it last year uh, at Michigan State. I wouldn't say he came out of nowhere, but he sort of burst onto the scene, and the way he plays is so incredibly insi- exciting for me. And I'll give you the comp that I gave our buddy Dave Richard, who immediately – dunked in my face. He didn't like it. He was nice about it. JK, he reminds me of JK Dobbins a little bit. Okay. Um, he didn't quite have the, the, he didn't do quite as much in the past game, but I think that's more a function of that offense at Michigan state. And that's something that can change. He told us at the combine, he feels quite comfortable. He can catch passes, ran in the, the high four threes. And he actually plays that fast impossible to cut to, to tackle in, in tight areas. And then once he gets in the open field, it's over. I think in Arizona, gives James Conner uh, 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 someone else to lean on, and obviously Kyler Murray someone else to lean on in that backfield. They definitely could use another body there. Eno Benjamin currently the backup to James Conner. They lose Chase Edmonds, who signed with the Dolphins. So uh, could see the Cardinals going after running back, and Ken Walker probably not going to make James Conner fantasy managers happy, but we'll see if that's a situation that unfolds. That's what Ryan has it mocked to in one of his in his latest uh, three-round draft, which you can find on CBSSports.com. You have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 60 going with Brees Hall, and that could be something that's good long-term, maybe not so much short-term for fantasy managers, but uh, you like the fit there for Hall with what whatever length Tom Brady's going to continue to play, and certainly how long Leonard Fournette is there for the Buccaneers. Yeah, he, he's a fun player. And this group sort of feels like the group that came out a couple years ago. I mentioned J.K. Dobbins. That class at all, that 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 run of second-rounders, I think we're going to have that with, with some of these players here. Uh, Brees Hall is going to run through arm tackles all day. You, you're not going to be able to, to come down as a safety and, and just try to throw your body in the way. He's going to run through you. And then again, he ran similarly to Ken Walker, the combine, in the high four, four threes, and he plays that way. And again, another guy that doesn't catch a ton of passes out of the backfield, but he has that... Uh, ability to do so, and I think we'll see more of that once he gets into an NFL offense. He'll be asked to do that, obviously, should he go to Tampa Bay. And if Leonard Fournette can have success catching the ball out of the backfield, I think Brees Hall would, would be a layup in that in that regard. He and Ken Walker are really close for me. They're one and one a basically, and, and both very similar type players. And, and I think incredibly explosive uh, at the line of scrimmage. And then once they get to the second level, you can pretty much mark it down. They end up in the end zone more times than not. 
I got to tell you, I would not like to see Brees Hall go to Tampa Bay, but I could certainly <laughs> see where it makes a lot of sense because the Bucs um, need some help there in the backfield. Ronald Jones now in Kansas City. So could make some sense, but fantasy managers definitely do not want to see that happen. So, Ryan, you might be getting a lot of angry emails as a result of this. Uh, Cincinnati taking Isaiah Spiller, running back from Texas A&M at 63, so started the third round. Um, no, not start the third round, still in the second round. Um, you like uh, this fit for the Bengals, getting another running back there. They do have um, Chris Evans there. You know, Samaj P. Ryan might be something that they're looking at, but long-term you like Isaiah Spiller maybe as the backup to Joe Mix and maybe the eventual successor. You mentioned angry emails. I got plenty of angry tweets about this when this three-round mock draft came out. Bengals fans, uh, they were second only to the Jets in terms of despising this mock draft to the levels of which I haven't seen since you know last week's mock draft. But Isaiah Spiller, <laughs> you sort of note it. You have Chris Evans. You have Joe Mixon. Is this a huge need? No. Isaiah Spiller, the player, is, is a really good player. He came into the season over the summer as a possible running back one candidate, maybe late first rounder type player. I don't think that necessarily changed. I just think Walker and Brees Hall had really good seasons. Isaiah Spiller will give you something in the past game. We saw that at Texas A&M, and he's also, like the other two guys we've talked about, incredibly elusive in small areas. Probably a terrible fit for the Bengals based on uh, groupthink of Twitter. So perhaps he goes somewhere else. But uh, my thinking was that Joe Mixon has an injury history. Evans is good, but he's a guy you're going to lean on all the time. Bengals fans will, will joke that Samaji Piran is going to get the ball all the time anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, I thought it offers some some respite to Joe Burrow taking a ton of hits, although they fixed the offensive line, and giving Joe Mixon uh, more of a break as opposed to him being a, a quote-unquote feature back. Yeah, you see this when teams have postseason success. They start to think, okay, we're going to be there year after year, and how do we get there? Well, probably get there by preserving Joe Mixon as best we can. So I don't necessarily hate it, but again, I'd like to see Isaiah Spiller from a Personal standpoint, go someplace where you can get a little bit more action early in his career, but maybe long-term Isaiah Spiller takes over for Joe Mixon. As we know, the shelf life for running back, not exactly very long. This one's fun. 98th overall, you have the New Orleans Saints taking Damian Pierce, uh, running back from Florida. And so there is the potential for Alvin Kamara getting suspended following what happened in Las Vegas after the Pro Bowl. Uh, we know the last couple of years they've cycled through different backups. Mark Ingram's still on the roster, but... Uh, obviously he does not have a very long shelf life as well. So Pierce, do you see him maybe as the eventual successor to Alvin Kamara or even right away as an immediate piece that the Saints could use if, in fact, this move does come to fruition? Yeah, you're a Florida Gator uh, there. And you, you mentioned Al Kamara, so we'll find out about that. Mark Ingram is on the final year of his deal. He has one year left on, on that. And, he, you know, he's certainly on the the downside of, of a really good football career. But but I think what, what Pierce gives you is, and I'm sure you saw this every week in, in the fall, is, is that he's quietly a really good football player. We haven't even talked a lot about the running backs in this draft class uh, from the draft perspective in terms of HQ and the podcast and stuff. But he went to the Senior Bowl, and he got a lot of folks' attention to the media. The, the NFL has known about him. And I think he's just a, a solid uh running back that can do a little bit of everything for you. And it's not going to be flashy. It's not going to be Jonathan Taylor type stuff, but it, it, it'll be things that get you those extra yards. Uh, he's really good in terms of uh, between the tackles, but he can turn the corner as well. And, and I, I like him to, to be better um, in the NFL than he was in college in, ter- in terms of catching the ball. So I think those are all things that are positives. I think you're going to a situation in New Orleans where the offense will be the same, even though Sean Payton's no longer there. You still have Carmichael, the OC. Um, with James coming back, and he should be good to go. Again, James isn't going to run around like Taysom Hill. Um, you know, Peyton had hopes for him to do, but he will rely on that run game, and I think that run game will go through Alvin Kamara when he's on the field, of course, and then you have a chance to for someone else to get those carries, and I like Pierce to do that. 
Uh, I like uh, the opportunity for Pierce as well, so it should be fun to see. All right, thanks for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5, your audio outlet for fantasy news and advice in five minutes, in this case, five minutes or more. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. For Ryan Wilson, I'm Jamie Eisenberg. Thanks for listening. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.